Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. This is Triple Digis, baby. Well, you don't have our interface with uh, sound effects yet. Otherwise, there would be sound effects. Still on pre-order. Yeah. They said first week of September. So, hopefully this week sometime. Anyway, it's the 100th show. That's a big deal. That's exciting. Welcome to show 100. This is our our first of five shows in a row with guests. Yeah. And I've done a mix of... Like an advent of a two-year anniversary. Yeah. Oh, there you go. I like that. It's a mix of new guests and... Oh, good. Our first guest is Hashi coughing in the background. (laughs) Shut up. Oh, my God. Uh... Uh, new guests which is kind of exciting and then some of our favorite guests which yeah, is good um, very nice but we'll get to that later we're gonna hop right into the show this week with all our housekeeping there are no new patrons this week but mm-hmm. we're still riding the high of may from last week thanks y'all total we are off the charts this week y'all off the charts no new reviews <laughs> but we do have an email hey and the email is uh came with a gift Ooh. because when we opened our door <laughs> yesterday there was two boxes of Orville Redenbacher microwave popcorn sitting there with a note that says to my two favorite movie podcasters from Walker. And we haven't heard from Walker in a long time. And I'm going to be honest, I thought he died uh, because he went from a lot of communication to no communication. He's apparently still been listening, but not sending us his, you know these elongated emails. But uh, again, he oh. figured out where we live. Yes. So we have a fan that figured out where we lived and gives us things every once in a while, which is kind of cool got, and kind of terrifying. I got to think about that the entire way to pick up Chinese food. Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's, now That's a weird thing. Now... We have Orville Redenbacher for days, so if anyone from Orville's listening, now's the time to, uh, you know, give us some money. Yeah. Sponsor us, and we'll eat the popcorn while we're doing the podcast. Oh, yeah. That'll that'll make for some good... uh... I'll absolutely do that. So I'm going to read Walker's email. I'm going to abbreviate it, because it is very long. Starts off, uh, happy 100th episode. Yay! Uh, He gives a very long excuse as to why he has not written us in a while. (laughs) Uh, But he he does go on to say that we share his exact humor in politics and that our show is a treat that helps get me off the couch. Uh, Pause. I am going to say we do not share... The same politics as Hippie Hater, mm, uh, who reached out. out. Uh, I respect Hippie Hater, and I will take Hippie Hater's money. But that, uh, let's go back to the email. Um, uh, with regards to the last episode, I'm truly excited for the DC multiverse. I'm a sucker for stories that involve time travel and alternate realities. I can't wait to see the Batman's reenact. Uh, I can't wait to see the Batman's reenacting that Spider-Man meme where they're all pointing at each other. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, this week on Netflix DVD, Reynolds, because he still gets the Netflix oh, DVDs. Yes, yes, get an update. Uh, the Postman, for obvious reasons. <laughs> and Sky High, trending. based on my recommendations nice. from a recent episode. He also nice. said that last week's mailing of The Postman was his first defunct DVD he's ever gotten Ooh. from Netflix. And this was a redo. Uh, he says, I hope you enjoyed the popcorn, Walker. Thank you, Walker. Yeah, thank you. Very nice of you. Um, Yeah, so there's an email. It's nice to get one for for a change. Uh, Let's do our 100th episode, Box Office Mojo. Boom. Okay. Uh, This was 
the first oh I want that as a real sound uh, <laughs> timpani roll um, this was uh, the first weekend where a lot of theaters were open so we're seeing numbers oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that we have not seen in, in, in weeks past so I'm gonna say the number one movie brought in seven million dollars this weekend okay domestically and that's a really big fucking deal because that crushes the yeah. uh, before record of one million yeah yeah when when everybody was desperately waiting until they actually hit one million sure. at all so this new release came out seven million dollars what was it Dan? Is it a movie that we've been waiting for for approximately three years? Yes. <laughs> is the New Mutant? It is the New hey, Mutant. Seven million dollars. box office. What was number two? Uh, number two uh, is either going to be Bill and Ted 3, because that came out as well, or one of the ones from last week. <laughs> one of the ones from last week. Oh, unhinged. unhinged? Yeah. 2.6. <laughs> and then Bill and Ted in third place. With That's an opening right. of one point one million, yeah, because they did a simultaneous premium right. VOD thing too, now, so that so, makes sense. Yeah, I haven't bought it yet, but I'm going to. But you know, it, it makes sense Yours. that most people that want a new movie are going to buy it rather than go out. I'd be interested to see what Bill and Ted would have pulled, yeah, had, had they just been, been cinema theaters. only. Yeah, yeah. but uh, not so much. Interesting. There's I, that. I do have. I don't know if you have oh, these. Go ahead, hit me. Uh, I have the Rotten Tomatoes numbers oh, for hit both me. of these movies. What are they? <laughs> so I thought it was the exact opposite of what I thought they were gonna be. Okay. So New Mutants. Right. Movie we've been waiting for for three years. Been through tons of reshoots. Can I make a like, guess? They were Can like, we do the, this game in reverse. Yes. I'm gonna guess. <laughs> Wait, did you already show this to me? Am I? Am I? No, uh, you didn't show this. No. To show. Okay. Eighteen percent. Uh, no. Better? Better. Okay, well, what? 20. 21. 33% oh, critic. That means a third of the people that watch that movie love that movie. Yeah. That's great odds for an X or, film. Or didn't dislike it. For an X film, that's yeah, fucking for an solid. X-Men film is a 53% audience score. So that was the critics was the 33%. Okay. But I thought, okay, they went all through these reshoots, and then they were like, no, these reshoots are bad. Let's go back to the original. Let's keep it horror. Right. Like, let's do it the way that it was originally intended on doing. I thought it was actually going to be a good Fox X-Men movie. Apparently, critics disagree. You were wrong. <laughs> but it still made $7 million and was top of the box office. Sure. So uh, they get nothing. to say number one movie in America. Yeah. So. And now Disney has an excuse to uh, not fold them into the MCU. Sure. <laughs> what what uh, would Bill and Ted get? Uh, Bill and Ted face the music. I've heard great things. I'm going to say 75. 75. 75. 75. <laughs> I, I was going between four and five. 75. 75. <laughs> uh, higher. 85. 81%. 81%. Good on you. Yeah. Uh, consensus movie, too, because it's 81% critic, 80% audience. Man, Bill Sadler, friend of the show. Good (laughs) on him. He made that fucking movie. I bet I haven't seen it. But good (laughs) on him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was so worried. I thought it was going to be flipped. I thought New Mutants was going to be surprisingly good. And then I thought Bill and Ted was going to be another New one Mutants of the movies. New was never going to be good. If they had a great product on their hands, they would have pushed it out. <laughs> no, Nobody I, involved in that I, movie thought, hey, we've made a great film. I thought that the reason they didn't push it to VOD was because they thought it was going to be good. <laughs> and that no, they people would pay back. to go see it. <laughs> Oof. All right. Uh, first and most important news story this week, we lost Chadwick Boseman. Yes. What a, what uh, a bummer, dude. 
Fuck, this actually, like, it hit me harder than I thought it was going to. Well, I mean, everyone's already emotionally strained their yeah. wits end, and then to lose, like, the best Marvel character. Yeah. Not to mention just an incredible human being. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm like, going to say, oh. I, I have seen articles where he was not a fan of people yelling Wakanda forever at him constantly. <laughs> yeah. And every single memorial has said Wakanda forever. And I'm it's, like... I think I tweeted it. <laughs> I wasn't, yeah. wasn't going to call you out specifically. <laughs> but I mean, like, when you grieve, you don't grieve for the person. You grieve for yourself. He's dead. You don't care. Yeah. But uh, I just... I did think that was funny. Like, everything I've seen has been yeah. Wakanda forever. But he's, he's also publicly said that that was, like, the role of a lifetime. And he was like super super honored for not only playing the role but what its impact was and what it meant for you know black cinema and sure. black people in hollywood and getting the you know uh, best picture nod right. for superhero film like and being able to make it the way that they wanted to make it right and not having it be you know studio hacked to pieces um with ryan coogler at the helm and just like being able to do what they wanted um, so he's super proud of it. So maybe he's yeah. just, you know, but all just all, out, out uh, in public like you yeah, have done other movies. <laughs> he had stage three colon cancer, what, in 2016. Yeah. So for the last four years, he's been battling stage four colon cancer. Yeah. I guess. Well, or it yeah, metastasized. Four, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he did all these action and scenes. Yeah, didn't and mention it. Did other movies. Not did at one series, point. Like, yeah. Did he ever complain about his cancer? No. So I mean, Oof. and like would literally go and visit like children's hospitals, patients. yeah, and like not even mention it there. Right. Not be like, like hey, I'm going them. through the yeah. same thing. Like, no, I'm just I'm here for them. It's not about me. Like, what Oof. a fucking oh bright star. Oh yeah, I'm like there's not a single story that's come out from anyone that's been like, hey, he, yeah, behind the scenes he was kind of a dick. All the no. stories are like, like I I just read something about God, the uh, gosh, uh, Josh Gad mm. uh, saying, hey, here's my last text from Chadwick Boseman and it's just like hey man like find the beauty in life like it's all oh, like it's Jesus. all like nice things that come yeah. out from like people that didn't even like really have that much to do with them so uh oh, yeah fuck. big loss for the film community uh big loss for the world yeah and, and, and in general yeah you know of all the assholes I'd like to see drop, drop dead yeah right uh, lately uh he he's not one of them yeah all right yeah, back now, to movies. now we gotta lose two pricks to <laughs> try and yeah. try to even the scales sure all right, back to movie He's, news. Yeah. Uh, AMC opening 70% of their theaters for the Tenant release. Yes. Uh, that's dumb. Yeah, including even doing, in California. Yeah, yeah, where they should not be. Uh, here's some interesting Tenant news, though. Mm. It made $53 million overseas in the last week that it mm. released, which... Because most of far, the world is doing better yeah, than right, we are. <laughs> right. Politics aside, that far exceeded what they thought it was going to make far yeah. exceeded yeah what they they were saying it was like they were projecting like 35 or 40 something but like whatever that whatever it was it blew it out of the water and yeah. tenant in the united states and let this statement sink into you for a second <laughs> is exceeding all nolan pre-sales that have ever come before it during like and that's during oh, a pandemic, wow which means that this exceeded Dark Knight Rises as a Nolan movie. Ooh. Now, uh, and no one knew how, how good the Dark Knight was going to be. Dark Knight came out, became yeah. like the number one superhero movie. Everyone had really high expectations of Dark Knight Rises. Whether or not those expectations were hit or not, that yeah. was like the pre-runner for like the most, like, holy shit, we have to get pre-tickets yeah. to this movie. But Tenant, an IP... Or uh, like a like a new yeah, like an an original, original IP movie, yeah, is exceeding that. 
Uh, wouldn't it suck wow. if the movie's just middling? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so there's that. Uh, first responses have been that the movie is very middling. Now, mm. Michael Caine says that Michael Tenet, Kine. Michael, the size of a tangerine. <laughs> size of a tangerine. <laughs> uh, Michael Caine says that Tenant is the best action movie ever made. However, there are two oh. problems I find with this. One, uh-huh. he's in it. Uh, and two I remembered I I reported this article and I went back and read it at one point somebody asked him what the plot of Tenet was and he's like I have no fucking idea because the script was that complicated so for him to say it's the best action movie ever made after reading the script and not knowing it this movie must visually be amazing (laughs) to push a plot along that Michael Caine could not (laughs) see I'm not saying Michael Caine is untrustworthy. I'm saying that if I told you five by five at the movies is the best movie podcast ever made, I might believe that. Yes. But uh, we can't get a single fucking person to review us or throw her up, throw us a buck on a uh, Patreon. So I might be biased. That's what Michael Caine says. So fuck you, Michael Caine. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. Mulan had a weird controversy. Oh, boy. So now here, in my own stupid mind, Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, you either pay the 30 bucks to see Mulan on Disney Plus or you never get to see it. And Mm. then people point out, like, no, dummy, eventually it's going to be free on Disney Plus, just like every Disney movie. I'm like, oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, Yeah, it'll be like a certain time period and it'll go on there. And then I realized they were referring to the $30 as premiere access to the film. Mm -hmm. And then it came out that it's going to be on Disney Plus in December. And I'm like, wow, they shouldn't have said that. They oh, just in December. fucked themselves out of out of thirty bucks. Yeah. So now yeah, if it was gonna be like next December, I might spend thirty bucks. Yeah. Disney but this put December. Out, yeah, exactly. Disney put out uh unfortunately the the date of December fourth and then immediately took it down huh? because that feels even sooner. Oh yeah, that's that's not Christmas week. That's I, I <laughs> if I was Disney, I put it out in January to say, Oh, you want a Christmas movie? You pay for Mulan. You're feeling generous during Christmas anyway. Yep. And then give it free in January when everyone's right. But it's gonna come out and, and they've taken it down so it might not now, but they originally said December fourth. And uh we're almost what, mm. September, October, November? Oh yeah, a couple months. Yeah, a couple months yeah. I'll wait or for that. Was that your you know ninety day window from Yeah. Yeah. So fucking from, uh, Chinese release in theater to streaming. Yeah. So uh, I like I feel like Disney. Like I, no, I'm glad I'm getting it sooner. I want to watch Mulan. I'm glad I just saved thirty bucks. <laughs> yeah. Had they not said that, I would have paid the thirty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Now I feel real good about spending thirty bucks to watch Bill and Ted. Twenty. <laughs> it's twenty to rent. Oh, twenty. Yeah. <sighs> Easy. Right. Okay. Uh, Netflix. Speaking of streaming services, mm-hmm. is doing something interesting in this in the streaming wars, okay. and that is they're giving away some titles for free. There is a new Netflix landing page you can go to where you can make like an account, but not necessarily a subscription. And non-subscribers are going to get a taste of some of the original content. Oh. So things that are free are like Stranger Things or like Bird Box or the Two oh. Popes, or like, like like an older season of something that's got that's about to come out with a new season to get you hooked. That's smart. Or like all the seasons except for the new yeah. season. Yeah. But it's stuff that is not like they're like renting. Like it's not going to be a Friends or like mm. Back to the Future. Yeah. It's like stuff that they're creating because that's what they're trying to hype up. Okay, so it's like a yeah, uh, a free taste of the original content yeah. that they control anyway. And I thought that's so interesting. Yeah. Uh, side note: this has nothing mm. to do with movies, 
But uh, Netflix acquired Cobra Kai. Yeah. And Cobra Kai had two seasons. Yeah, that's on what I YouTube. sent you earlier. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes, Tomatoes season one. 100%. 100% critic score. So <laughs> the venue I ran in the before times had a Cobra Kai release party for season two where they had yeah. all, this, all the cast except for Ralph Macchio. And at the time, I'm like, what the fuck do I care about Cobra Kai? I <laughs> like stayed for the first five minutes of the party to, to drink their booze and eat their food, get my free bandana, and then fucking bolt. Uh, and I've never been so stupid in my life because now they put on Netflix and I have to pay for it. I tried one episode and I was like, wow, that was amazing. There's no way it can get better. And this is the one of the best TV shows I've ever seen in my fucking life. Like, I hope it inspires spinoff movies of The Karate Kid. That's what I want. Because it's that fucking good. And then uh, I didn't know that YouTube... Uh, put the kibosh on all their scripted original content. They're like, we're done. We're out of the game. Yeah. We, they said, fuck it. Yeah, so, they were like, this whole thing was an experiment. No, thank yeah. you. <laughs> so Netflix bought it. They put the two seasons. Failed. <laughs> and then Netflix said, hey, here's a boatload of money. Go make season three. Word. So uh, that's pretty cool. I like that. Okay, back to movies. Word. Uh, we've... Rep- <laughs> We've reported before, Rocky Four is going to have a Sly Stallone director's cut. Uh, recently, Sylvester Stallone said he's thinking about removing the robot. Paulie's robot. Now, there's no reason for this movie to have a fucking robot in it, but to remove the robot is absurd. It, it is like... I saw an article titled something like, this is what happens when you let George Lucas do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Except for the Russian speech, the robot is what you know about this movie. I can't. I've seen this movie three times. I can't tell you shit about it except Russian speech, robot. That's it. Robot. All right. In an interview, Chris Pine says uh, he's hopeful and would love to come back as Kirk in Star Trek Four. Two problems with that. One, Mm -hmm. we don't know if there's going to be a Star Trek Four. Nope. And two. He's the one that fucked it up in the first place. They were ready to go. They were ready to green light money for a movie where he goes back in time and like mm-hmm. saves his dad, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, uh, Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Uh, but they both asked for too much money, so it canceled the movie. So if you're <laughs> yeah. hopeful and you'd love to do Star Trek, maybe not take that couple extra million dollars you don't fucking need. Now I'm yeah. biased because I think Chris Pine is a piece of shit because <laughs> he was, was very rude to me one time. It was also during the time where he was also going to be busy making Wonder Woman 84, and sure. now he's done with that. I'm sure his schedule's opened back up, and he's like, mm, I think I will take the less money now. How about, how about scale? How about two bucks and a Snapple, you fucking prick? Sorry, I get heated about Chris Pine. Um, Snyder Cut. Yeah, we got some more news. Speaking of weird uh, d- uh, like dates put out and then taken back, WB accidentally put out a date and then took it back, and it was only up for seconds. And uh, they're apparently they're coming up with a response, but Snyder Cut is supposed to come out September fifth. Oh, of twenty twenty one. I got real excited for a hot second, and then I saw I the like, year. No, they definitely said twenty twenty one. Wouldn't that be amazing if it came out in four days? Oh, holy shit! You don't you don't think that wouldn't have blown up fandom? No, of course. <laughs> so we if got they, if they put out that trailer and it was just like, oh, by the way, twenty twenty. Yeah, right. People would have lost their shit. So we've got a year to wait for that. Um, 
All right, it's interview time. Word. I'm going to drop an interview, and then we're going to come back for some more news. But uh, this interview, I'm real excited. Uh, so a friend of mine uh-huh. has been a pro wrestler for years. Yes. We've had pro wrestlers on the show before. We don't got to talk about it. Uh, <laughs> but this is a pro wrestler friend of mine uh, who recently hit it big. Yes. And uh, he is on Wednesday nights on TNT mm-hmm. on what is called AEW, which is like the WWE, like, opposite right now it's like the rival league right now and you can see him every tuesday night on their in the in the 90s if you were watching was the wwf and wcw correct yeah they're like the equivalent wcw yeah uh so he's every tuesday night on their youtube show he's wednesday nights if he's not like if he's not wrestling he's at least on the show and they've already put he's supposed to be like their big new star and they signed him a contract and i know he got and when I say a boatload of money, I mean they pulled the boat up. Like, uh, and so he's like dealing with the fact that he's actually kind of famous now. Uh, and I'm like, wow, you have so many followers on Twitter. Be on the podcast so we can get some of those people. So uh, with with all that uh, coattail and gaslighting, limelighting, uh, cock sucking energy, uh, here is my interview with Absolute, the uh, star of AEW, Ricky Starks. Hey everyone, we're here with Absolute Ricky Starks. You know him from AEW Dynamite. You know him, he's on TNT some Wednesday nights. This is a really famous pro wrestler. Ricky, how are you? I'm doing great now. Yeah? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Uh, You know, I'm just trying to weather quarantine by watching lots of movies. Are you watching anything? I oh man i just finished watching the hunt uh, oh how was that that was i loved it i rented yeah. it on amazon prime and i thought it was awesome how how many thumbs out of two thumbs would you give it huh i'd give it uh, one thumb one thumb okay so 50 yeah. percent. yeah yeah i think that yeah 50 percent is a good number don't you okay i mean i'll i'll watch the hunt for 50 percent sick okay well there you go what kind of what kind of movies do you usually go in for honestly i go for sci-fi films uh i go for action films and i go for comedy films and and really that's it that's all i really care for though uh on my recent flight to florida i watched this movie called rattlesnake Mm -hmm. and it's basically about this lady who has to get her daughter's life saved and she saves this she saves her daughter's life but the lady that saved her uh she asked for her a favor and the favor is her killing people oh shit yeah but she has to do it by sunset or her daughter just retracts the uh poison that this lady sucked out of her and she dies damn all right now let's say you had a daughter and she was dying from a rattlesnake bite would you kill someone to save your daughter uh well the thing is if i asked a random stranger if i asked a stranger to help me with my daughter right then i would say you don't want anything right and then i would make that clear <laughs> otherwise i would just suck out the i've seen enough movies to where you just suck out the venom yeah right i mean you'll probably be like numb in the mouth for a couple of days but everyone will be okay yeah you suck out the venom spit it out and then that your daughter won't die so i would do that Sure. Now, uh, if you could live in any movie universe, where would you live? Ooh, The Matrix. Why The Matrix? That'd be cool. 
because I could make up my own scenery. That's a good point. Yeah, I could literally just do whatever I want. But what if you were just one of the people that's plugged into the Matrix and you don't even know that you're in the Matrix? That could be us right now. Oh, fuck. Well, listen, how about this? Okay, I changed my answer then. I changed my answer. I I would rather live... Huh. That's a cool one. I would honestly rather live in the Jackie Brown uh, universe. Oh, that's a good one. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. I would rather live there. All right. You don't like Jackie Brown or what? I I like Jackie Brown. I think that's a cool one. And to me, it's always like, oh, I want to have superpowers or something instead of just walk around and be a badass. But I was was just saying that because it's like in the 90s on the beach. And yeah. Oh, man, I miss beaches. You get to travel a lot for work, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. How's, How's that going? How's all the traveling with all the quarantine and shit? Honestly... There's no one in the airport anymore. Like, mm-hmm. I go to the airport. It's not bad. There's not nothing has changed really. Everything is pretty normal. Um, I wear a mask, and then I get on the plane. And usually they're they're pretty spaced out. But for the most part, there isn't a, a big change as far as traveling goes. Uh, seems like things are opening back up. They they started offering more food on the flights. So. Uh, what about what about in the airports? Can you still get a Cinnabon? Yes, you can. And okay, I'm a big boy. I like get, my Cinnabon. You can get Aunt Annie's too. Oh shit, the pretzels? Yeah. Oh man, I miss that. I haven't been I to a like mall pretzels. in so long. I haven't gone anywhere, and you're traveling all around the world. Yeah. Are you judging me or what? No, I'm jealous of oh. you. Oh okay. Yeah. Well, as long as you're not judging me. Never. All right, so all right, let let's let's take Ricky back in time. So you're a kid, right? Let's say <laughs> pre pre teens, and you're going to a movie. What are you sneaking into the movie to eat? Because there's no way we're paying money for that popcorn and candy. I'm sneaking in Twizzlers. Yeah, smart. Uh, and I'm sneaking in the sour gummy bears, not that the Harbor kind, uh, the the Black Forest kind. Oh, nice. Fuck yeah. And then. All right. I'm leaving that movie because it was terrible. <laughs> did you not have a big attention span there as a kid, or did you just have bad luck with movies? No, I just knew when I was a kid I had better taste than most people. In case <laughs> <laughs> I went and saw what was it, Kung Fu Pao, with the the guy who like the cow had a talking tongue and everything. Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. So you've heard of the movie Kung Fu Hustle, right? Yeah. Yeah, the guy who turns into a frog and all that. Yeah, that's a great film. But there's another film that came out around 2002, 2003 that was called Kung Fu Pao. And it was about this white karate guy. Ugh. It, it was fucking terrible. It really was a terrible movie. And I remember getting up and leaving. And then I went next door and I sat down for uh, Orange County. Remember that? With yeah. Jack Black? Yeah. yeah. And that wasn't any better either, but no, it was better out of those two. It's not, not his best work. Yeah, it sucked. (laughs) Are there any other movies you walked? I walked out of Book of Eli. That's like one of the only movies I've ever walked out of. Hell, Book of Eli was great. No, it was terrible. I think it, bro. It had Denzel. I think it was you. I think it was definitely you. All right, it was probably me. I'm. I don't go in for like you know over the top religious themes unless unless it was Passion of the Christ. I'll watch that. That was a religious movie to you, Eli? A book, book of Eli? Eli? Yeah, the whole point was he kind of had superpowers because he was touched by God because he remembered the Bible word for word. 
Nice. That's a cool. I like that for memorizing something. <laughs> that's a good like getting an A plus. Uh, that was really the only movie that I've ever walked out of that young. Um, I'm. <laughs> there's another movie I saw it, when I was older. It was a book about this this evil being on an elevator, and what was it called? The Eye or something? Or oh god, thank god I don't remember it because it was terrible. You've Anyways, seen some weird fucking movies. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, because I like that. But it was a movie about a bunch of people stuck in an elevator, and they had to play this game. And then it was basically like Saw, but on the elevator. It was mm-hmm. terrible. But, you know, oh, one more. I almost, <laughs> I swear to God, I almost walked out of Cloverfield. I was really close. Really? <sighs> Whoever Why? thought that I did to do a POV movie where you're running and you can't see shit i got motion sickness oh i remember people used to complain about that for uh blair witch oh i didn't ever seen that you get really really mad it's just a bunch of stupid white kids in a forest yeah nothing ever happens they're just scared just because they're you know in nature yeah and it wasn't real right no, but they like put the cast through hell to get them to look like they kept them sleep deprived and kept them cold and didn't give them a lot of food. So that during the filming, they just looked worn down and shitty. Sounds like a a, a bender at your house. Yeah, you're not kidding. It's, it's mostly because like I I snore and I eat all the food, so no one can sleep or eat. <laughs> I've never honestly when I spent the night at that that bachelor's house, I didn't hear you snore. No, yeah, that's right. We were at a bachelor party recently. And, uh, yeah, well, I, that's why I, like, had to make sure I had my own room, because I snore really, really loud. It's like Is a it bear. all that pressure on your throat and esophagus? Definitely. 100%. Oh, but I can't listen to this podcast by myself. I, I hate the sound of my own voice, because I can hear a fat voice. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know that guy. That guy's fat. You can tell by the way he talks. <laughs> I love uh, it. I think let's, that's let, let's talk about wrestling, because we never get into that on this show. It's mostly about movies. Um... What what's next? What's the next big thing coming up? Where like what's next for you? Well, the next big thing, as far as well, it has to be wrestling wise. So I think for me now, it's more so building my brand and getting my name out there even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and I want to win a title. I want to win the TNT Championship title uh, for AEW. That's a goal, or even the AEW World Heavyweight Championship title. Oh, yeah. uh, now, when you win the belt, do you get to keep the belt? Yeah, of course. So, like, because in my head, it's like, okay, maybe they keep it locked up, like, at at the show, and you only get to have it while you're on stage, and then they have Unless to get it back. Unless you don't want to travel with it, then, yeah, you can, uh, you can give it to them. Okay. But... Now, when you lose a belt, do you get to keep a copy of the belt, or is it just gone? It, that's it. Unless you, you pay to get a, a copy made for your, like, collection. Oh. But even... That would piss me off. Why? Because if I win it, I want to keep it forever, and I don't want to have to pay for it. Also, like, what if it doesn't fit? So I'm a big boy. So let's say I hop in the ring and I win a belt. Like, can I get it resized to fit me, or is it one size fits all for these belts? You can get it. You can get it resized. Uh, some people have Velcro. We don't. We're a professional company. Um, <laughs> we don't use Velcro. Uh, yeah, we don't use freaking Velcro. Uh, you could also, if you wanted to, you don't have to wear it around your waist. You know that, right? Yeah, I've seen them just throw it over the shoulder. Okay, what's wrong my, with that? 
when well my wrestling action figures when I was a kid they were around the waist so you do realize you could just took take it off your the the action figure's waist and put it on the action figure's arm right look we don't I'm, I was not a smart child we don't have to get obviously I think I think uh, you're not tell me that <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm no, not sorry okay. you're not sorry and um when does Ricky Stark merch hit the shop because i've been looking for oh now, truth damn. be told i say it on this show a lot i i'm not a, the biggest wrestling fan we've had one other wrestler on here but we don't talk about him but uh we've had, um, but uh you know i'm not the biggest wrestling fan but you know because i got to know you and i've started watching online and i'm starting to get into it and i'm like i feel really um butthurt about that well, honestly, I'm still waiting for it as well. I, I haven't been given a timeline on when it's coming out. I'm hoping it's soon. But, uh, yeah, it, it should be up on AEW Shop very shortly. I, I The groundswell that I have currently can't be ignored. So I really think that uh, it's going it's gonna to happen sooner than later. Yeah, I'm interested to replace all, every T-shirt I own with a Ricky Stark shirt. Oh, every wrestling T-shirt you own? No, every T-shirt. Oh wow! Just wow. Yeah, I'm gonna have to order a lot, but then that's just gonna be what my new lifestyle is. Just watch Ricky out, Stark. ladies. <laughs> watch out. I'm you know. Telling you. And then I'm gonna start working out, and then I'm gonna start doing my hair like yours. It's gonna get real single white female in this bitch. It's gonna get it's, weird. You say this all the time. I feel like for, I I've known you for what five years, six yeah. years now. Yeah, I'm never going to work out. It's never going to happen. You're it's right. Like, uh, I feel like if you did, you'd be shredded because you have all that mass. You, you have all that mass. That <laughs> muscle, having yeah. to carry the mass. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's buried deep. And once it turns into muscle, I'm going to be fucking great. I got, like, I got a couple five pound weights. Uh, I'll start, I'll start pumping. It'll be fine. Okay. Five pounds, good start. And then yeah. work up to uh, 45. Well, so do well, do I have to buy a forty-five, or could I just buy just a bunch of five-pound weights and just start carrying more of those? Dude, how many arms you got? <laughs> All right, two. I can stack them. I'll figure it out. That's stupid. I would just honestly, I see why you don't work out because you come up with these ideas like this. In my head, a bunch of five-pound weights is is lighter than forty-five pounds, even if the the numbers match up. And that's the problem. You don't want to push yourself. You just want that's, to stay. That's true. You're not wrong. But this isn't a time to judge you, Ruckus. I've seen yeah. you in a boxing match before, so I understand completely what that's your limitations are. Yes, and me. That's right. Yeah, and uh, I'm not. I'm not going to say any more about that because you know I get I it. All right. Well, Ricky, thank you for your time. If you uh, had to impart one word of wisdom for anyone out there that is like, all right, you know what? I'm going to try it. I want to be a professional wrestler. What piece mm -hmm. of advice would you impart to them? You have to start working out first. <laughs> if you're a wrestler without working out first. So well, if you want to be a wrestler, just work out. Oh man, five. And oh. I don't think that's a lot. No, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. Cause that's let me ask you this. Well, sure. But hear mm -hmm. me out. You probably do something every day, right? So you probably uh, uh, go somewhere every day. There's something in your routine that you do every day. Sure. That's how working out is. And that's, oh. I mean, that's as easy as just, you just waking up to go pee every day. Man, you know, uh, so I had this thing for a while where I, I read online 
that if you think about someone that you used to sleep with and get an amorous feeling, uh, mm-hmm. it'll make you not want to pee anymore in the morning. Uh, and that's how I stopped making myself have to get up and pee ever because I hate to get Boy, up. Boy, that's what? that's a that's morning wood. That's why you don't pee. Because yeah. when you do that, you get morning wood and you don't. It, it, oh my god. Ugh. Well, well, it's it's warm in the bed. I don't want to get the the bathroom so far. Oh, you wanted them piss in a bottle type guys, huh? Uh, you know, in college, I won't I won't say I never did it. You're but I mean, like the bathroom was in the other side of the building. It was a long walk. It's the laziest, grossest thing I've ever talked. Thank you. I appreciate it. Okay, so workout every day. Any other thing that they should know if they want oh, to become yeah, a professional? Yeah, you have to have drive. If you don't have drive, I got a car. No, I mean the movie. <laughs> you just have to watch Drive every day. <laughs> yeah, if you watch Drive, I'm, that will also inspire you as well. Perfect. On Blu-ray though, don't get no DVD. Right, keep it high def. Yeah. Right, man, if people want to hear more from you, where can they go? What's your Twitter handle? Oh, my Twitter handle is Starkman Jones. Uh-huh. Or if you want to look at me and creep on me on Instagram, I have uh, cute, sexy photos on there. My Instagram is Starky Baby. Uh, and yeah, those are the two places you can find me if you want to interact with me. And uh, if you're cute, I'll probably show more interest in you. Sweet. Well, I think I'm cute. Can I get some interest? Yeah, that's why I'm on here talking to you. I've Perfect. literally. I had to stop time out of my busy travel day to talk to you. I know. I did have to nail you down. Yeah. Yeah. And it's hard to do. You know, I'm a wild stallion. You're a, wild you're a famous crazy. person now. I know. It's How crazy. How does that feel? Isn't that nuts? It's awesome because now I feel like I have a power over people. Yeah. I mean, I definitely feel like being nicer to you. Thank you. I feel like there's this hierarchy now where I'm actually above you. Yeah. 100%. But I still treat you the same. I still treat you. As normal. You know, I'm going to actually be on Euphoria one day. The new season of Euphoria that, that plays on HBO Max. I'm going to be on there as well. Really? Yeah. Are you are you allowed to say that? Well, I'm I'm speaking it into existence, fool. Got it. All right. Uh, that's how the how the fuck did that happen? Mm, I'm I just said it. Oh, okay. So this isn't like a signed contract. This is just something you want. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought that was like, given. Okay, I thought you said that you were actually, like, slated to be on this show. All right. Ooh, I thought this was breaking news. <laughs> but no, we're just manifesting it into existence. That's great. Yeah, cool. All right, well, I'm manifesting into existence uh, a remake of the movie Delirious where I play the role of John Candy. Oh, I want to be in, I want to be, uh, I want to be in The Matrix. <laughs> But you don't the want to re- be someone that's plugged. Oh, the reboot Matrix. But you want to yeah. be like someone who's been freed from the Matrix and is now fighting agents. You don't want to just be like some guy on the street that doesn't know he's in a pod. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. We'll get. We have to get specific here. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Ricky, so much for being here. Is there anything you, you think that my uh, listeners should know before you go? No. Um, that. I mean, that's pretty much it. I think people have probably already formed an opinion on me after listening to this. And that's okay. Well, I'm going to lift some five-pound weights and watch the movie Drive. You're going to be a wrestler one day, my boy.
All right, that was my interview with Ricky Starks. Um, yeah. I expected him to be more antagonistic. He was pretty antagonistic, <laughs> but I expected him to be like, why the fuck am I even here? Because let me tell you something, <laughs> that money and that fame went straight to the head. <laughs> Oof. Uh, we heard in the interview, I was at a, a bachelor party with him. for <laughs> It was a bachelor party for Mason, former host of the show. Yes. Uh, and it was, it was weird. There's almost a weird dynamic when one of your friends gets a level of notoriety. Like, it makes you nicer to them. I'd usually be kind of a dick to Ricky. Now I was like, yeah. But now I was like, hey, man, how's your day going? Because I'm like, oh, you're kind of famous. And maybe I can get something out of it. Uh, so that's, you know, a weird situation. But let's hop back in the news. What do we got for Dan News? Hey, it's time for Dan News. Yeah. Uh, so the, uh, I got a story about the aforementioned uh, New Mutants. Okay. So it is uh, number one at the box office. That's seven milli. Uh, there was some not great press that came out uh, before the movie actually officially opened in theaters. Um, turned huh. into a little sort of a mini version of the Josh Trank uh, talking shit about his own movie before it came out, okay. but it didn't come from the director. Uh, so one of the co-creators of the New Mutants, mm-hmm. uh, Bog McLeod. Sure. Uh, who was the artist co-creator who uh, uh, worked of the with, comic? Uh, yeah, Chris uh, Chris Chris Claremont was uh-huh. the uh, writer who okay. came up with the characters. Um, Bob McLeod was the artist who drew okay. them. Sure, came up with the concepts sort of the designs of the characters. Got it. Uh, he went to Facebook. I guess he saw either an early screening. Uh-huh. Um, or he he put this out on August twenty eighth. So maybe he was already in theaters. Um, he said on Facebook, uh, I was very excited when I heard they were making a new mutants movie. I thought making it into a horror movie was perhaps an interesting idea, but not at all how the characters should be introduced to the public at large. But Hey, the, my movie, you know, my character is in a movie. I never thought that that would have actually happened. Uh, but then I was disappointed when they didn't give Danny braids, although I do like Blue Hunt, the actress. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed when Rain wasn't a redhead with spiky hair, although I adore Maisie Williams. Mm. I was disappointed that Sam uh, isn't tall and gawky, although I do like Charlie Heaton. But mainly I was very disappointed that Roberto isn't short and dark-skinned. Oh. Yet another example of Hollywood whitewashing. There's just no excuse. So basically, Josh Boone erased everything I contributed to the way the characters look. And now, the movie has come out at last, and apparently they've credited someone named Bob McLeod as co-creator. Oh, shit. They couldn't even be bothered to check the spelling of my name sometime in the last three years. (laughs) And that can't be fixed. That will be on the movie forever. I think I'm done with this movie. Damn. Okay, so he points out that they changed the look of all the characters. They changed the race of one of them. Yeah. Uh, to, then, which, to be fair, uh, the actor playing uh, Roberto da Costa, who is a Brazilian character, uh-huh. uh, is uh, Henry Zaga, is the actor. He is born and bred, you know, in Brazil. He's from the capital of Brazil, Brasilia. Okay. Um, so they did go out of their way to find, you know, cast a Brazilian actor. Right, just the they lightest just, skin one. Exactly. Got it. <laughs> The most passing for white one. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Was one of those actresses named Blue Hunt? Uh, yes. I don't, uh, who's B-L-U Blue Hunt? Oh, the character's name. name is Blue Hunt. No, that's the actress's name. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah. Who's, what was she in? That's an awesome name. Uh, she's in a, a couple of 
uh, like indie okay. films. Well, I'm going to look up Blue Hunt. Yeah, B-L-U-H-U-N-T. Uh, I blew myself. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right, what else you got? Um, and then the other piece of news I got was uh, there's going to be a No Time to Die trailer coming this week. Uh, oh, I did see that. Probably Thursday. Good for us. Yeah, the original. There's only been one other trailer so far. Right. And it came out in December of 2019. Oh, time doesn't mean anything. <laughs> you could have told me December or yesterday, and I would have yeah. fucking believed you. Exactly. And speaking of uh-huh. movies that, uh, like New Mutants, where the date has been moved a fuck ton of times. Yeah. Uh, the originally No Time to Die was supposed to come out in November 2019. Wow. Then they pushed it to We would have been coming up on the year anniversary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Then they pushed it to February 2020. Then after uh, director Danny Boyle left, they pushed it to April 2020. So in March, uh, they announced, all right, COVID's happening. Holy shit. So they pushed it back if to... If they would have put it out in early, tw- uh, early <laughs> February, they would have made their fucking money. Yeah. That was dumb. Uh, it, well, they weren't able to. Right. Had they kept the original director, sure. they might have been able to finish it on time. But on yes, a- it would have been a, uh, well, it would have been a November, you know, it would have been right. a Christmas release sure. <laughs> like the before COVID. Um, so they pushed it back to uh, November 12th in the UK and November 25th in the US, later moving it up to November 20th in the US. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this date has moved around like six times. It's just skipping stones <laughs> so, yeah, on a lake, my dude. Yeah, there's speculation that it might be moving to summer 2021. I guess we'll find out on Thursday when the oh, second trailer, trailer comes hits. out yeah, if sure. they're sticking to the date or not. But in theory, it's coming out November 20th in the US, uh, about a week after the UK. We're also supposed to get a Dune trailer this month. Ooh. I have to go back and watch the original Dune. I keep saying that. Yeah. I keep making Spice Melange jokes, but I don't really know what the fuck I'm talking about. Danny Villeneuve. One more time. Is that how to pronounce his name? I just want to hear you do that again. Villeneuve. Villeneuve. Uh, Fuck you, France. Was one of the directors (laughs) approached to do No Time to Die. Interesting. But he cited his uh, conflict with doing Dune. Hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, fucking it. You got anything else? Um, that and oh, I just thought it was a little fun piece of trivia. Hit me. This is the twenty fifth Bond movie. Uh, and it's moved dates twenty five times. <laughs> what a fucking coincidence! <laughs> uh, no, they were uh, the MCU had almost caught up. Oh, that makes sense. So sure. had Black Widow come out oh, when it was shit. supposed to, um, it would have been the twenty fourth. MCU movie. Wow. So they could have been tied for a couple of months during the pandemic. <laughs> wow. And then had Bond 25 come out later. But... Bond's more impressive though because it comes in <laughs> waves. It's just like, yeah. they let it die for a few years and they bring in a new Bond. And yeah. Boom, 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 and then die. But yeah, I and like that. If not for COVID, uh, it still would have, uh, Bond 25 would have still come out like a couple of weeks sure. before Black Widow. So. Sure. MCU will catch up eventually, they but sure will. not yet. <laughs> I mean, if this is actually Daniel 
Craig's last one. Yeah, it's, they're going to have to take a couple of I mean, years I'm so off. tired. I almost said Daniel Radcliffe, and that would yes. be a real different James Bond. <laughs> Still British. Yeah, and we've got like six or seven MCU movies in the next two oh, years because sure. everything's well, theoretically. being pushed together. Yeah. <laughs> sure. All right. Uh, in the why the fuck do we need this file, I'm bringing back a story. Ooh. Uh, the Grease prequel Summer Love in a movie based uh, after a song that promotes sexual Is assault. Is update slash correction? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> an update of it will be a musical with all new songs. Okay. Uh, according to director <laughs> Brett Haley, who I hope, um, I've never, I don't know anything else he's done, but I hope he burns in hell. Uh, <laughs> boy, do we not fucking need this movie. Give this money to an organization that needs some, we don't need a fucking, oh, no, I'm getting mad. All right. uh, and finally this week news to lighten the moods. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds has been petitioning fans yeah. to get excited and keep asking for, he wants to do a remake of the greatest movie ever made <laughs> face off with <laughs> Hugh Jackman. <laughs> he wants it real bad because he knows he's never going to get a, like a real Wolverine yeah. Deadpool movie. So he's like, he wants to remake face off, which is the greatest movie ever made. It is. Uh, <laughs> With the two of them. Now, in a recent interview with Hugh Jackman, for some fucking reason, it's not like he's in a movie or nothing, uh, someone asked him about this situation, and Hugh Jackman uh, first laughed and then asked, is it possible to shoot it where we're never actually together? Because I'd be open to that. (laughs) Oh, man. What? Some trash talk. Yeah. They really don't like each other, and they love each other. Oh, my God. It's beautiful. All right, oh, that's, that's it for really our 100th show. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, we've been doing this for a long time. Ooh, we're 100. Gonna have a, pew, pew, pew. Uh, next week, we're going to have a fan favorite uh, uh, guest <laughs> on the show, and I say that because I'm a fan of his, and he's my favorite. <laughs> uh, but he'll be on the show, and then uh, after that, we'll have a new one, yeah. and so on and so forth, until our two-year anniversary on episode 104. Hell yeah. Uh, reminder, folks, go to patreon.com slash 5 by 5 at the movies, the dollar tier of which we get 37 cents. Mm-hmm. Uh, 37. In a row? <laughs> get back here. Uh, uh, it will give, It will. I will come up with some sort of fake background biography for, biography for you and read it on air. Uh, for five dollars, we'll do any kind of ad read you want. Uh, sometimes within apparently all, reason. within reason. Uh, sometimes I fuck that up, and I think someone wants one kind of tone. I'm sorry, happy hater. Uh, um, uh, at the fifty-five dollar level, we'll check in with you every week, or we'll do ad reads at the top of the show every week. Um, yeah. Uh, but most importantly, uh, thank you, everyone listening. Thank uh, Please review us on iTunes if you're so inclined. Email us at 5x5film at gmail.com with any questions, <laughs> concerns, or criticisms. Find us on Facebook at 5 by 5 of the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, Hattie Cook, and the entire 5x5 network. Thanks, Dan, for being here yeah. for a change. <laughs> uh, thanks, Walker, for the popcorn. Yeah, thank you. Uh, thanks, thanks for Orville Redenbacher for existing. Uh, please send us some money. <laughs> we'll see you next week with another five by five of the movies. Roll, Roll credits. credits.